Mom was talking with one of my sisters the other day about isolation, and it was something that I was like, okay, who really cares? This topic sounds boring. So I just kind of tuned out the rest of it because I was like, this does not sound interesting to me. I'd rather just hum over here to myself than listen. But once they started really getting into the meat of the discussion, I was like, oh, actually, that's not where I thought it was going, number one. And number two, it actually was kind of interesting had because you had a point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell, tell me again what you, how so you started it. The way it started out is we were talking about how dangerous it can be to isolate yourself. We are talking about people who, like your dad sometimes, likes to go off and kind of just sit in a room and regroup and watch television, kind of be by himself. He's a public person that is always around people, and he is such a people person. But at the same time, he also has to kind of go at his quiet time and mm -hmm. regroup. Quiet time is not isolation. No. And isolation is completely different. And I mean that is when you separate yourself from any help that you could get. And we were talking about when there has been a devastation, and you go and separate yourself into isolation, you have no chance then for recuperation or restoration. You may have some slim chance or you may be able to fix yourself, but to me it's easier that if you've experienced devastation, rather than go to isolation, you surround yourself with people who can help you, like-minded people. The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Come together with people of like faith, like-mindedness, like prayer, like Holy Spirit, that can pray you out of that devastation or at least join their faith with you in prayer. Otherwise, you're in isolation, which could really lead to total and complete mess. I was actually, um, I was in Korea recently and I was talking to someone there about like-minded people, which kind of sounds like, oh, okay, well, you're in Korea with a bunch of people who all think alike. But the point of it was actually a surprise and she was talking about how she has friends from school and she has friends from other places, but the more time that has passed, she's realized her real friends yeah. are her friends from church because they're the only ones that really understand that they are like-minded. Yes. And it's something that she didn't really see the differentiation of those friends before now. Yes. It, it, I'm not sure what happened in her life that really showed more clearly that those friends are the lifetime friends. Those are the friends you can call no matter what, when you need something, when you need prayer, when you need to talk to someone, they cover all the bases. Whereas some of those other friends that aren't like-minded, you can talk to some things about and you can do some things together, but there's always gonna be an element missing from that group. There's this theory about being lonely in a crowd mm -hmm. because you're in a crowd where there's a bunch of people, but they're not like-minded. Yeah. So say you work with a lot of people, you may be getting a lot of interaction. Say you even have to go party with them like a Christmas party, interaction. Mm -hmm. Say you have to go to a retreat, that's a lot of interaction. So you go to dinner in a crowded restaurant, that's interaction. But that isn't like-mindedness that can restore your devastation. And so many times I think the Bible is that uh, come together, forsake not the assembling, you know, get together where two or three are gathered in my name. Well, that's a, that's a unity. That's like-mindedness. And he said, if you'll come together in my name, I'm in the midst of them. And where you come into agreement that the Father will do according to that agreement. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like iron sharpens iron. You can be around a lot of people, but they can make you tired and exhausted and dull and all the other yeah. things. But when you're iron sharpening iron and you're in that like-minded place of faith, you have a great opportunity 
to get sharper right. rather than to get sicker or lonelier or deeper into the mess. Yeah, and that conversation just kind of reminded me that it's so true. I'm not, I'm not really an overly social person. Most people expect me to be overly social, so when I'm around people that don't know me personally very well, yeah. I have to really make an effort for conversation because naturally I'm not an overly talkative person, especially not with people I don't know. So it's something that I have to constantly be like, be friendly. They're going to think you're not very nice if you're not friendly. Go talk to people, which it's really an effort for me because I'm not naturally that way. But when I'm around people I'm comfortable with or people that I'm close friends with or family, I'm not closed off at all. I'm much more exactly friendly and open. I'm still not overly talkative most of the time, but it's not a bad thing just because that's how I am. But I, I find it's easy for me to isolate myself in a situation where people aren't like-minded. Yeah. I, 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 I've, I know a few people and most of my friends are, are extremely outgoing because I'm not. So it's a nice balance to yeah. have someone who can talk, 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 because then I don't have to do any work. <laughs> I, I, most I of my friends that. are chatterboxes so that I just can sit there and be quiet and enjoy it. But it's easy for me to find myself isolated if I'm not in a like-minded crowd yes. because I don't have any reason to make any effort with people. And if you're stuck in that situation and you don't have those good quality people in your life, yes. it's so easy to find yourself isolated. Think about the term divide and conquer. Jordan, what if you, I giggle when I think of you with your three sisters, and no wonder you can't get a word in edgewise with me as your mother, right? But when you think about that, Divide and conquer means you separate, you isolate in order to manipulate. You separate, you isolate so that Satan can manipulate you. Oh, think about those thoughts. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, gosh, that was really dumb. Oh, that was so stupid. I never should have gone there. I never should have done that. Maybe God didn't forgive me. Maybe I'm not healed. And you separate and you isolate so Satan has a golden opportunity to manipulate. However... When you get in a crowd of like-minded people that you trust and that they're godly people with the same godly ideals, they can say, right. no, Jordan, let's hold on to that a minute. The Bible says we're redeemed of the Lord. You're the healed of the Lord. The Bible says that you are, you are this and you are that, and they build up your gifting. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. when you think yeah. about it, a lot of people could tear down your gifting. I want to sing like she sings. I want to sing better than she sings. There's so many opportunities to be in the world where they tear you down. But if you do something, especially if you're doing something for God, and then you isolate, Satan can manipulate your thoughts. But how we think about this, you get into a room of like-minded people. That only means maybe sometimes it's just dad and me. I mean, maybe it's just the power of two. But when you don't allow the devil to isolate you, then he can't manipulate you. When you get into an area of forsaking not yourselves, of the assembling together of like-mindedness, like faith, like spirit, like prayer, like believing, I think that is very, very safe territory. Well, and it's difficult, especially as an adult, if you're in a situation where your workplace where you spend a large amount of time at work if the workplace isn't an environment where you have those real like-minded friends you yeah. have work friends or work colleagues colleagues and there's nothing wrong with that but it's not the same depth and it's not the same level as someone you can really open up to and understand all of you the spiritual side included it's easy to find yourself isolated and it's tough when that's where you spend most of your time 
but you've got to find a way in a church group is probably the easiest, but there are lots of ways to meet like-minded people yes. who believe the same things you do. And it's important to get out there and find them. And believe me, I know it is not easy to go as an adult and try to make friends, especially because I'm not very friendly and I don't like talking to new people. You're friendly, but you're more shy. I'm really just not friendly, I think. <laughs> I used to it. think I was friendly, but maybe shy, but I'm not really all that shy. I just, honestly, I don't like making new friends. I don't like meeting new people. I don't like to start the conversation. Hi, I'm Rare. <laughs> She's like, her just, mother's I'm not, daughter. I'm, I'm not nervous that way. in the crowd. You say you are. You I'm talkative. Talk, you can talk to a wall and make conversation. <laughs> She's and right not, about that. And I'm not that way. It's hard for me because I don't like going up to strangers. I don't like meeting new people. I hate starting a conversation with someone I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. True. It's really yeah. hard for me. But it is extremely important to have those like-minded people. And if you don't have them, you have to make the effort to find them. And as much as making the effort physically causes me pain <laughs> agony i'm telling you it causes me agony it's worth it because yeah. having those people around it can absolutely change your life yeah. if you find yourself feeling isolated away from people or find yourself where you've got friends that you can talk to this about and you've got the spiritual side but they're not a lot of fun or you've got these work friends who are great and understand your job and the stresses of your job but not your christian walk and other things it, it works for a while to have the friends that you have this and this and this, but eventually you'll find yourself needing someone who understands all of it. And if you don't have that, you got to go make the effort and find it. Finding a good church, and finding pray. people in church, praying for God to bring them into your life. Mm -hmm. He could bring them into your life. He could be the UPS man. That may be your lifelong best friend that you never knew you never knew. He can bring it to your life in any way he sees fit because he can do anything. So it doesn't have to be some great big ta-da. Seek the Lord, and if that's something that you need in your life or you want in your life, pray about it and let him open the doors. But it may require a little effort on your part. And I'm telling you, I understand. It pains me too. But it's <laughs> worth it. It's definitely worth it. But it's worth it. It's worth See it. See where that conversation started out really bad, but it ended up okay. That's how our conversation started. But it it's was worth it, wasn't it? It's an effort, but it's worth it. It's worth it to have that fellowship with those kind of people. And I was just recently in Korea, and every time I go, it just reminds me that that time together spent with those like-minded people is so refreshing and renewing. Even if making the effort to meet them is draining and exhausting and you want to bang your head against the wall, it's worth it in the end for the refreshment that it brings because having that in the future is so, so, so important. You find yourself literally just feeling like you got a great night's sleep, people who understand what you're going through and the struggles and challenges in your life, it's worth it to have those people, even if finding them can be frustrating. <laughs> Go out there and make friends. It's worth your time. And I mom promise. was right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she was right. Don't tell her I said that. Don't tell her I said that. Thank you for listening to our podcast. As always, you can find additional teaching and resources from Richard and Lindsay Roberts and request prayer at oralroberts.com or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. We believe God wants you healed and whole in all areas of your life.